This show is a part of the FM Podcast Network, the home of great music podcasts. Visit us at fmpods.com. Welcome to Watching the Covers Flow, the podcast about covers of and by Bob Dylan. I'm your host, Ray Padgett. I write the newsletter Flagging Down the Double E's, all about Dylan in concert, and wrote the book Pledging My Time, Conversations with Bob Dylan Band Members. I also run the cover songs site Cover Me, so this podcast unites my two passions, covers and Bob Dylan music, and every episode will be either covers of Bob Dylan songs or covers of other songs by Bob Dylan. Each episode will have a topic or theme and, of course, a whole lot of music as well as some info from me about each song. We will also publish show playlists on most popular streaming services. So if you want to listen to the full songs, you can look in the show notes to find the playlists. This show is part of the FM Podcast Network. Some shows will be free, but FM Plus subscribers will get extended and bonus episodes. If you sign up, you get all the extras from every show on the network, which includes Pod Dylan, Dylan FM, The Dylan Taunts, and others. Sign up directly in Apple Podcasts or at fmpods.com. In this week's episode, we're going to look at covers that Dylan did with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live on the concert stage in 1986. As I've written about in the newsletter before, when I was first getting into Dylan, I came across a bootleg, or probably traded in the mail for the bootleg, called True Confessions for Carol. It was a show in Sydney in February 1986 with Dylan backed by Petty and the Heartbreakers and the Queens of Rhythm. It had a ton of great versions of Dylan hits and also some amazing covers I'd never heard before. It was really a key document in me going from casual Dylan fan to super fan. So inspired by that bootleg and just my love of Dylan's time being backed by Petty's band, I wanted to play some covers both from that show but also really from throughout 1986. It was a year when he was clearly going back to his roots. As we'll hear, he covered a lot of songs from the Sun Records catalog. He covered a lot of Frank Sinatra songs. I mean, you can sort of see the seeds of his much, much later Sinatra albums in some of these picks. And throughout, he's backed by one of the sort of rawest, rockingest bar band bands he's ever played with, as well as the backing singers, the Queens of Rhythm, who it's important to shout out because, as you'll hear, they're as important to the success of a lot of these songs and a lot of the arrangements as anyone else on stage. Let's go. The first cover we're going to hear is the most timely of the bunch. It is the song Kansas City, the old Lieber and Stoller song. I suspect many of you already know why I say it's the most timely of the bunch, but for those who don't, when Bob Dylan opened his fall 2023 tour just a month ago as I'm recording this, the first song he played in Kansas City was the song Kansas City. And those of us who are deep in the set list arcana might have noticed that it was only the second time he's ever sung the song. Once, one month ago, and once in 1986 when he played Kansas City. Well, okay, he played Bonner Springs, a little outside of Kansas City, but I don't know any songs about Bonner Springs, and I expect Bob Dylan doesn't either. So this is the first time and only time that tour he played Kansas City, in Kansas City, of course. Here it is with Petty and the Heartbreakers, 
Bob is a little shaky on the lyrics, but the enthusiasm sells it, and this is really the perfect band and the perfect backing singers to be doing it with. That version of Kansas City opened the show, and it's not unique in that regard. Often, Bob Dylan and Petty and Co. would play an old-time rock and roll type cover to kick the show off before going into Dylan songs. This next is another example. It's the song So Long, Good Luck, and Goodbye. This was originally by Weldon Rogers in 1957 on the great rhythm and blues label Imperial Records, which is a fact I'm sure former Theme Time Radio Hour DJ Bob Dylan knows well. This is another rowdy old-time rock sort of show opener like Kansas City, but played much more often. This one was played 19 times in the summer 1986 tour. So long, good luck, and goodbye. What's notable about a lot of these songs is that they stay with him. I've been working on a newsletter timed to this episode on the same subject and tracking has he ever played the songs before or since. In both cases, Kansas City and So Long, he has. Kansas City we talked about, So Long, he played one other time a few years later at the famous or maybe infamous Toad's Place Marathon Show in 1990. And this next one, he also played one more time many years later. The song is Red Cadillac and a Black Mustache. The one time he played it many years later was in 2001. He recorded an absolutely killer version for the covers record, Good Rockin' Tonight, The Legacy of Sun Records. As I said, Sun Records is going to come up a lot in these songs. This was the first time he played it. He had reportedly recorded it during the Knocked Out Loaded sessions, although that recording has not seen the light of day. But here we are a few months later, and he's doing Red Cadillac and a Black Mustache on stage with Petty. Thank you. 
The original version of that song was by a guy named Warren Smith on Sun Records, as I mentioned. Bob Dylan clearly was listening to a lot of Warren Smith or maybe a good Sun Records compilation in 86 because that same year he also did a Warren Smith song called Rock'em Dead, which you sometimes see listed as Uranium Rock. Bob wrote his own lyrics, so I'm not technically counting it as a cover, but the music is very clearly Warren Smith's. One trend you might have noticed listening to those three songs is that, true to the band he's with, they're fast, they're upbeat, they're jumping. That is true for a lot of these songs, but not all of them. There are some amazing 1986 covers that are much slower, much more sedate, but still have that energy and that propulsion from Petty and the Queens of Rhythm, even though the tempo is way down. And this next one is one of my favorites. It's the old Ink Spots song, We Three, parentheses, My Echo, My Shadow, and Me. Going into this, I had the idea that he played this a ton, but I guess it's just that I've listened to it a ton because he only played it twice, once in March in Tokyo and once a few months later in New York City. It's one of the best songs of the whole bunch, and in the Tokyo recording, he claims it came as a request which I find sort of hilarious because he doesn't really do requests, and on the off chance you were somehow granted permission to request any song you could, who is going to pick the Ink Spots from the 1940s? I have no idea, but I'm glad they did because this is a wonderful version of We Three, My Echo, My Shadow, and Me. Introducing this next song on stage in 1986, Dylan would often say something along the lines of, Ricky Nelson used to do a lot of my songs. I'm going to do one of his. Short and sweet. In Chronicles, though, years later, he wrote much more extensively about Ricky Nelson, writing about how much a fan he was of Ricky's back in the early days, how he loved his songs, even though they could be schmaltzy and seem kind of uncool. And then he went on to talk about how he felt similar to Ricky Nelson. He wrote, and this is from Chronicles, Ricky's talent was very accessible to me. I felt we had a lot in common. 
In a few years' time, he'd record some of my songs, make them sound like they were his own, like he had written them himself. He eventually did write one himself and mentioned my name in it. Ricky, in about 10 years' time, would even get booed on stage for changing what was perceived as his musical direction. It turned out we did have a lot in common. So here is Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, The Heartbreakers, and The Queens of Rhythm covering Ricky Nelson's song, Lonesome Town. these songs Bob Dylan performed for the very first time on these two tours in 1986. This is not one of them. In fact, he'd been performing this next song for decades. It's even on his first album. The song is House of the Rising Sun, and it probably goes without saying that a version backed by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and the Queens of Rhythm does not sound much of anything like the acoustic version on his self-titled 1961 album. That one, he only covered on stage on this tour three times, which is a shame. It seems like it could have been a nightly highlight. This next one, though, is the opposite. Not that it's not a highlight, but he covered it a lot, almost every show all year. It's also unusual in that the song, unlike most of these, is a pretty new song. It's Across the Borderline, and it was released and written by Ry Cooter in 1978, less than a decade prior to Dylan performing it. Uh, it was a highlight every night, and he kept performing it since. He performed it uh, into the 90s, including once at a guitar festival accompanied by Richard Thompson. I actually interviewed Richard about that for my book, and I think most recently he played it in 1998. So he's been playing it for decades, but when he did this, it was a pretty new song, written by John Hyatt, Jim Dickinson, his old buddy, and Rye Cooter. This is Across the Borderline. 
That last song he's been performing for decades, as I mentioned, and the same is true of this next one. In fact, this is the only song on this whole list that he performed at the very first concert with Petty and the Heartbreakers. That was Farm Aid 1985, half a year before the proper tour together. The song is That Lucky Old Son, which of course he kept doing into the Sinatra era. It's the best song in my book on uh, Shadows of the Night, the first American songbook album he did a few years ago. But this sounds very different than that. I mean, those albums were subtle, tasteful, quiet, and most of those words do not apply to Tom Payne and the Heartbreakers. Even on a slow ballad like this one, Bob Dylan just belts it to the back rows, which I think is why these tours are a little divisive. These are not tours full of nuance and, and quiet playing, but I love them. I love this sort of delivery. He sells the hell out of it to me, as does the band, as do the other singers. So here's That Lucky Old Son from Some of the first Dylan and the Heartbreakers shows took place in Japan, and at three of those shows, Bob Dylan busted out the only time he's ever played a local Japanese favorite, sukiyaki. Now Bob Dylan, I probably don't need to tell you, does not speak Japanese, obviously. And he acknowledged that when playing the song. He said, basically, I learned it in the 50s growing up. I love the song. I don't speak Japanese, so I can't actually sing the lyrics, but we'll do an instrumental version. And he does. He kind of hums the, hums the melody along with the backing singers. Um, and it's a beautiful gesture. This is going to be the only instrumental or mostly instrumental, like I say, he hums, of the set. But I think it really ties into nicely what he's been doing lately, going to towns and cities and playing songs that are meaningful to those places. So here's Dylan doing sukiyaki in Japan. song as we near the end here is a Ray Charles song called Unchain My Heart. This one is another that was actually reportedly recorded for Knocked Out Loaded a few months before that and not just sort of jammed on the studio. He and the band did it four different days. They were really trying to nail it. Clearly 
He felt they didn't because it didn't end up on the album. Um, maybe one day we'll hear it when they get around to a knocked out loaded bootleg series. And it sounds killer here. Maybe you should have just gone in and recorded it with the Heartbreakers. My favorite part is Mike Campbell does a killer solo. And then Dylan, when he comes back in, is just in full-on 1986 hollering mode. So here is Bob Dylan doing Unchain My Heart by Ray Charles. got two more songs to hit here, and the first is another relatively recent tune, not quite as recent as the Rykuder one, but this is a song from 1973, and it's Waylon Jennings, also another dip into the country catalog. The song is We Had It All, and it's a powerful ballad. I might even call it a power ballad, in fact. This was the era of that sort of thing, and this feels like about as close as Dylan gets. I don't know if the audience has all put their lighters up in the air, but they certainly should have. So this is We Had It All. I have saved the best for last, or at least maybe my personal favorite for last. I mentioned at the top how that True Confessions for Carol bootleg was formative for me, and one of the songs that jumped out at it was I Forgot More Than You'll Ever Know. It was a song played the most of any of these, every single night, I think, and it was a, basically a duet between Dylan and Petty, both at a single microphone playing their acoustic guitars. When Dylan introduces it, kind of like the Ricky Nelson one, he often talked about how he heard this song growing up. This was a formative song for him when he was a kid. That's another theme of these, a lot of songs he knew from being a kid. And to me, it just doesn't get better than this. This is I Forgot More Than You'll Ever Know About Her by Bob Dylan and Tom Petty. 
have it. Those are my 12 favorite songs played by Dylan and Petty and the Heartbreakers and the Queens of Rhythm on their 1986 tour together. Sadly, the covers would not mostly stick around when they toured again in 1987. I've talked to a couple of the Heartbreakers, and I remember Ben Montench in our interview talking about how just the mood was different, the vibe was different. It's sort of similar to the difference between 75 and 76, Rolling Thunder. A lot of the 87 music is really good, but the old-time rock and roll covers were jettisoned, unfortunately. This was not quite every cover performed in 86, though. There are a handful more. Uh, if you want the really exhaustive list, I'm going to run a newsletter about it at Flagging Down the Double E's. The website is flaggingdown.com. Until then, thanks for listening. Did you enjoy this show? Then please rate this podcast and leave a review. It really helps. And take a moment to follow this podcast so you don't miss upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening.